Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratch, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Oh, welcome to the Coppercast for the President VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Preslo, and got my co-host, Ricky Etdog VP Etridge. Uh, welcome to the show, and welcome, Etdog, for this special edition. Yeah, mate, uh, I'm looking through you at a computer screen again for these intros. It's uh, actually a bit different now. We we took we took the show on the road and done some podcasts face-to-face, and then we're back over the uh, old trusty Zoom for these intros, this intro. Yeah, mate, it was a good experience to uh, get out there amongst the people and chat to some different, um, you know, people involved in the Nations Footy Cup. And I'll tell you what, it was a bloody, it was a ripping day. The weather oh. turned it on and it was a good time. Yeah, besides the, uh, the the long trip out there and the technical difficulties when we first arrived and what we had, we had the power, we the half, half the club change rooms they had, power didn't work. So the... Power wasn't running to our, t- our marquee. We got that up and going, all good. And then the uh, microphones just nothing wanted to sing to the computer. It- yeah, took it took a bit of a you know tinkering, but we finally got there. We got it going, and we got the what I was impressed about, mate, was none of us lost our cool. Neither of us lost our cool either when all that was going on. It was just like okay, whatever. No, I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, when it comes to that type of stuff and things aren't working how I think they are, I get pretty uh, animated. But I, I think I managed to get my call pretty well. I think it was also the fact I didn't want to look like an absolute moron in front of uh, <laughs> hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah, but we um, we still got to we got it we got it done in the end, and we got some great footage as you know with the interviews, and we had some great chats with um, I tell you what, some talented players and some great coaches that are involved in some. Pretty decent footy clubs by the looks of it, because um, there was some, there was some bloody cream talent going uh, running around for some of those teams there. It, it took us a little while to finally get to watch some football, and once I finally watched the first match, ten minutes of football, it was a bit like, oh wow, this is a. Uh, I think the first bit of play I seen was a ball that switched off the half back line, 40, 50 meter kick, hit the bloke's in stride. He's down the wing, same thing, fifty meter kick doesn't bloke doesn't break stride. It was a. Uh, Far cry from some of the things I've seen lately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate. I will tell you what, it's, it's probably it's looking better than a lot of um, AFL we were watching last year with some of the scrappy play. But um, there were some great food trucks there too. We we made sure we we got into those. Um, I, I was getting to that, mate. Cause we definitely uh, overindulged in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering I was, uh, you know. Trying to trying to be good and trying to drop a few kegs before the start of the season. The uh, souvlaki probably wasn't the best, you know, to have. But I'll tell you what, it was uh, probably one of the best souvlakis I've ever had from a, a taste taste of Cyprus. I think it was called. Yeah, t- taste of Cyprus. It wasn't the uh, 
the Savlaki I was concerned about, mate, was your, your dessert at 3, 3 p.m. that I was more referring to. Yeah, yeah, the crepes. Crepes was, oh, it was good. It was bloody yeah, good, but sweet. And, you know, you we know. do have a sweet tooth, so I had to give it a crack. But I've been good since, so it's all right. I've made up for it. Yeah, so I, I, <clears throat> I had the, the hamburger and the uh, the feta chips a bit later on, and I was like, nah, it's all good old. Um, I think the discussion about my energy drinks as well, we, we spoke about how I had energy drinks in probably uh, very, very rarely anymore. And I was pumping down the caffeine on Sunday from a late night Saturday night and uh, early well, early morning, Sunday morning, plus a shit sleep, plus an hour and a half drive out there. And the next morning I wake up on the Monday, like, oh, I get into the gym on the Monday, alarm's going off. Nah. <laughs> so I was feeling <laughs> I was feeling even worse on the Monday until I got down the footy training and got going. Yeah, well that's all right, mate. We we had a good time out there chatting with uh all involved in the nation's footy cup and mm. I hope it just grows bigger and better and like we when we did speak to most people, they were all very supportive of it and they pretty much had the same sentiments as us that they hope it just continues to grow and they can keep uh add some more nations and get more people involved and with another year away from all the covid type stuff it can just uh get bigger and better absolutely mate now before we get stuck into this uh long episode we won't go on too long because we've already got a fair bit of content uh things are starting to look good for us down at the copper pit we've got a few uh sponsors that you know uh, done and dusted and over the line, and a few more we're working on, and uh, some, some big things coming out, mate, from down at Sandown. Yeah, mate, got plenty in the works. We've got plenty, plenty of stuff to still work, work on. But uh, you're doing a great job getting some uh, new sponsors on board, and it's, it's even you know more encouraging that we've had some new faces down training as well. So it's, um, you know, it's. We may be down to one side, but we're you know we're still trying to trying our best to make sure that that one side's a competitive side and yeah. and we're getting things right off the field as well. Yeah, it's always good on the field when a bloke rocks up and yeah, you can get a nickname for him as well. Like we like the nicknames and we've had to uh, explain to a few blokes the origins of Balaki for the new our new Blake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. It, it, to the point where they share the video has has <laughs> you know, to happen. You can't yeah, let it, yeah. You end up having to share the video on the players' page because half the time, like, well, Blarky, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, that's uncultured swine, but that's all right. <laughs> but uh, what I was actually trying, what I was trying to lead to with that, uh, like, we've only got a handful of these uh, Wednesday episodes left, and then we're we're off to our live thing that we literally started this for. Yeah, mate, looking forward to it, and um, you know, even it. You know, yeah, we might be coming live with game replays and you know recaps and whatnot, but with a bit of luck, there might be a there might be a game getting played live on Facebook itself. So fingers crossed, it all comes together. We might have right, a, if, a game for what, all our international friends be able to get to see the old uh, Et Dog and Rifty in action. If what we are trying to get worked out for that certain game, it could go down as one of the biggest days, like at the club in a long, long time with what we are trying to get every, it's literally trying to get all the stars to align for us to hold all these things on the one day. 
Yeah, it's a, it's an ambitious plan, but I reckon we can pull it off. And if we we've do, pulled it's off, gonna... we've pulled off plenty of stuff already, mate. Nothing's out of reach for us now. Mate, that's it. It's going to be a great great day, and uh, you know, fingers night, crossed. Hopefully. We're a, yeah, great night. Hopefully, uh, you know, the game's getting shown live on Facebook, and everyone can tune in and watch it. That that you know, all the international people that are can't make it over, but if you're local, you're down there watching it next. You know, watching it live, seeing a Seen old Et Dog back there kicking a kick a bag of goals, and you know Silk just coming off the half back delivering it to him. <laughs> uh, all right, mate. So who who are we speaking to first, mate? Uh, first off, we got Team New Zealand, and we got Matty Hoy, who played well, did play in our league in the Southern League, but he's now the coach of uh, St Kilda City there, and so a couple of the boys that actually used to train with us back in their Parkmore days, played for St Kilda City. So a um, little connection there with New Zealand. Um, but yeah, we've got Matty Hoy and their captain, uh, Damien, from I think he's West, West Footscray or something. We, yeah, West Footscray, which is the club of Phil, who we work through with our SCD apparel. Excuse me. SCD were a major partner of um, Nations Footy Cup. So I was hoping we were going to see... The boys down there. I was speaking to Phil on Monday, and he uh, he unfortunately wasn't there because he got roped into the WRFL's media day. Yeah, he had to go along as the wet foot representative, and uh, apparently the WRFL shared some stuff from the day, and Phil was on it, and uh, he copped absolute just pasting in the uh, group chat about being on Media Street. So I feel like now. Um, There'll be a few fights coming his way. Yeah, but I, I feel now that uh, someone else from that club has jumped on Media Street. He may have a bit of heat taken off him. Yeah, well, he'll try. That's that's at least he'll at least try and take some heat off him. But I'm sure he's going to be copping fines and uh, paying for half the footy trip if he's suspended day at Media Day instead of supporting the boys at the Nations <laughs> Footy Cup. <laughs> um, but yes. yeah, let's get into this chat with Matty Hoy and Damien from Team New Zealand. Um. And yeah, enjoy this whole episode. We've got plenty more interviews, so enjoy this one first. All right, so today we've got our first guest uh, joining us from Team New Zealand. We've got Matthew Hoy from uh, St Kilda City, and we've got Damien joining us as well. How are you going, guys? Yeah, very well, mate. You're going well, mate. Ready to go. Yeah, no, thanks for joining us, boys. Uh, how have you found the day so far? Yeah, been um, very exciting, obviously, in the lead-up, and um, we're really... Uh, enjoying our time, as you can see with the guys. Um, it's a good day out, and uh, we hopefully it gets a little bit better after a first game loss. Yeah, it was a bit scrappy considering it's been about, uh, I think, two years since we played footy. So, especially playing at 8.30 was a bit rough, but we, uh, we didn't get the chocolates. But, um, yeah, well, two more games to make it right. How keen were you to get back into it after, what, 2019 or 2020, a whole year off? Oh, the boys are so keen. Uh, we'll probably be too keen. We was, uh, scrap- we were a bit scrappy in the morning with the, with that ball, just trying to get used to it all again. How about yourself as coach um, of the team? Was you know, the boys pumped to get out there and did you have to try and calm a few blokes down? <laughs> no, they, um, no, they're pretty good, the boys. They're, they're obviously rare on a go because a lot of time off footy. Um, but the, the boys have been ready since probably October when we, when we started training and they've been rare on a go. It's more a cultural thing for the New Zealand guys 
as opposed to getting out there. And if they get a win, it's, it's even better. But just being able to get all the guys from different football clubs into one football team is just exciting enough for them. So they're just, uh, they're just really enjoying it. How did you get involved with Team New Zealand in the Nations Footy Cup to begin with? Um, so I came down last year. I think it was the Harmony Cup they played in last year. And um, I coached a few of the guys, about oh, five or six or maybe even a little bit more, that played at St Kilda City that were involved in it last year. And um, Damo and Eric and Mano gave me a call and asked if I was interested in getting involved just at some sort of coaching level. And sure enough, the few of the guys wanted to take a step back and focus on playing and they needed someone to coach and I put my hand up for it. It's yeah, that's the way it's been ever since. It's been exciting, really good. Yeah, so, how have you found the experience of getting to, to put on a New Zealand jumper and, and play with this group of boys? Oh, it's it's awesome. Actually, I, I missed out last year. I tore my hammy on the Wednesday before. Oh, sorry, the, the year before, the Wednesday before the game. So to get out there again with the boys, it's been good. Um, anytime you get to represent your country at any capacity is good and. Especially getting the captain, you come to country is a privilege. So it's, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's one of the things we uh, we said we're, we're jealous that you guys get to pull on a jumper to represent your country as bloody simple simple Aussies. We don't get to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> but um, it's it's been great to, to see you guys out there play. And uh, you got off to a hot start and uh, sort of fell fell away from there. But hopefully you can uh, pick it up in the next game. Yeah, I think. Um, We'll, be, we'll definitely be uh, improving each game. Like The boys are really keen. Let's get out there. Let's smash it. Let's smash them. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. And so what about your, your, your team back uh, back that you play your, your suburban like football? Um, you, you do play for St Kilda City. And, uh, how, how are they looking for the year? And, and So I don't play anymore. I'm the senior coach now, so which is a good thing. A lot easier on the body. Um, but, yeah, we, we, I think we're expecting to play good footy. We picked up... Um, Five or six, you know, good names. One being Dane Swan, obviously, and Aaron Edwards and Luke Potts from um, the Peninsula League. And Aaron Edwards obviously played AFL and Dan Connors. So um, we've got a couple of guys who've been going off in VFL ventures and now come back to our, to local footy, back to their home club. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a big buzz around St Kilda City. I think we're we're expected to go well, and I think just the vibe itself is is the best I've seen it. I've been there for six or seven years now. So, um, yeah, it's exciting just having, obviously, a Brownlow medalist around there having a bit of a run, and then that brings a lot of people down the train. The, the day that they turned around and said to you, Dane Swan's going to sign up, and I know last year he came to you because the club he was playing for, the league yeah. shut down. Yeah. When you, you've come back to 2020, they've said, oh, Dane Swan's actually sticking on and going to play for us. What, yeah. what, what was the feeling like yourself as coach? Oh, you sort of, you pinch yourself because I don't think anyone really has had an opportunity at community level to coach an ex-Brownlow medalist. Um, I think it's more so you've just got to be real, like real with yourself and go, you're probably not going to be able to coach him, but more so learn from him and pick his brain as much as you can while he's there. Um, so basically the first thing I said to the president is I said, I'm not going to coach him. I'm just going to use it as an opportunity to sort of, it's it's a free chance to learn off a, a guy that's played and, and probably been a leader with the best. You know, he's an ex-Brandler medalist, won a, won a premiership and, it's, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's more exciting for the young guys learning off someone like that. So he's had a really positive uh, impact with our footy club and um, more than you could ever you can ever ask. Super professional. So it's been good. You mentioned that, you know, having players like that come down, pick the numbers up. Yeah. That first training session back with Dane Swan, that running around, how many numbers did you have on the track? I think we had, um, I think we had about 65. And how many of them actually aren't playing just wanted to run around with Dane oh. Swan? 
I, I try filter through the guys who aren't playing and just say, look, I don't think you can come down because we've got too many. But there's still a few mates of mates that sneak in and have, oh, I'm really keen this year. And I think, if, and when you're trying to talk to him, everyone's sort of staring across the huddle, just staring at him. He's they're sort of, you know, just because he's obviously not just he's you know, he's a bit of a lad, you know, at AFL level. So all the all the younger guys aspire to be like Swanee and ever, especially the tats and everything else. It's sort of like, oh, geez, Swanee's actually standing across the across the room from me. So they, they get quite excited. It's even having turn it up to trainers be a massive thing. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine he was the best trainer at uh, AFL level as it was. <laughs> and uh, to have him coming down to training and you know, a lot of these AFL players that, that do go play suburban football, they yeah. turn up on Saturday, kick 10 goals and go home. Yeah. So yeah. even having turn up to training, it'd be... Yeah, I think... I think that um, that whole thing of him not being the best trainer at AFL level hasn't really reflected what he's been like at community level because he's been unbelievable with us. Like he plays intra clubs, he runs laps, he's always training, he's always wanting to get a kick. So I haven't actually seen that part of him yet. And I think I actually said to the, some of the guys like, "Oh, what's he like as a trainer?" I said, "Like as professional as you're going to get from an ex AFL player. Like as real serious, um, gives a lot of feedback." When he's not involved in training, he's running laps. So I've I've actually been like blessed to sort of see a guy come back to the grassroots and give a lot of a lot of time and a lot of um, sort of set set the tone in terms of training. He's been unbelievable, to be honest. Yeah. So yeah, pretty awesome to have a have him now. We can't turn this into the Dane Swan show. Let's <laughs> let's get uh, Damien back in here, mate. So where are you playing your local footy at the moment? Uh so this year I'm heading b- uh, back to West Footscray. Uh, well, I've Played all my footy at um, Altona for a few years in 2012. Won the premiership under Anthony Eames, so I learned a lot about um, preseason training there and how to run. <laughs> but yeah, I've, yeah, I'll be down at Westwood's Grey this year at my local Divi Two WRFL. Yeah, nice and looking all right. I actually haven't been able to get the training yet because <laughs> been working and yeah, family and so. But I'll be down there next week. Is Westwood's Grey the the Roosters? They rest. Yeah. It's, um club that SCD, our mate from Phil from SCD is part of, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Oh, uh, Rigger. Yes, yeah. Rigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. What, what, what's, what's he like to... Uh, to uh, you, you didn't play last year, did you? With, two years I ago? did the year before. Was yeah. he down there the year? Yeah, 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 yeah. How does he go? Is he any good? Yeah, he's all right when he doesn't injure his fingers or something. <laughs> he's always popping it out of place, but... Yeah, he used to be, uh, from what I can see, he's a really good player, but just, yeah, getting a bit injured and yeah. work. Speaking of uh, SED, they put together some great kits for you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, the the jumpers look fantastic. So what are, I don't the, know you're going to try and sponsor, get them all, all, all around the league now. I reckon they've done a great job with these New Zealand jumpers. Yeah, so they've they've made the, um, the, the playing tops. We actually got these ones made for another sponsor, Carney. Um, as one of my mates and um, he's really helped us out with our new logo that we're transitioning towards for this is going to be our club for the next many many years and it's, um, so he's got that he's incorporated a bit of um, mouldy in there and yeah so that's been good yeah nice so shout out to Carney they've done a great job with the, the off field apparel and SCD's done a yeah. great job with the on field stuff but uh, what we like to do when, uh, at the end of our episodes we like you to get to Throw some teammates under the bus. Just a couple funny questions, just plenty. to hang, hang some shit on the boys. So, who, who's been the biggest joke jokester at the club uh, at with the team? You know, who's who's the one that you got to, as the coach, you got to sort of pull in the reins a little bit, Donnie? Oh, 
probably there's got to be five or six of them to be honest with you, at least. Um, oh, big Hamish, always ripping into the young lads, um, talking up a big basketball game, calling out the, the 17, 18 year olds, <laughs> trying try to go one on one down at MSAC. Um, oh, there's a few of them. I, I might touch a few nerves, so I won't get right into them, but. There's a certain, there's one one in particular that just has, <laughs> one right has the, yeah, always buddy clowning around. Bigger Pill, he's a, he's he runs a circus at the best of times. Um, oh, and there's always one fella in particular. I think if he if he watches this, he'll know who he is. He, the missus is always by his side, so <laughs> <laughs> I won't name names. I don't want to upset him. And Cassius, he's a he's a bit of a pretty boy there. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the Joker. Now, obviously, it's a you know, serious competition, but who's the bloke at training that you just got to go, mate, just pull your head in a little bit. We're not out here to try and hurt each other. Oh. They're all like that, the NZ <laughs> boys. They're all trying to rip each other's heads off, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, oh, it, it it would have to be what, a pilly, I reckon. Yeah, or Cameron Hansen, yeah. One of, yeah, Cameron Hansen or a pilly. They just bloody, they don't know what, a, you know, first gear is. They just, everything's at 100 miles an yeah, hour. Well, we know firsthand with Billy. He used to train down at our club with uh, when he was playing for Parkmore. And, yeah. uh, mate, he's a great kid. Yeah, yeah. Ripping, ripping guy. And, uh, yeah. mate, he only knows one speed, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, how about, you know, if you blokes were going on a, you know, a trip away as a team, yeah. who's the one bloke that you just would not want to be in a room with? <laughs> yeah, there's half of the team, I reckon. <laughs> Definitely Hamish, he wouldn't let you sleep. Um, Jai would be just be yapping away at you the whole night. But he, who else is there? Oh, yeah. And oh, Missy. Missy oh. will have his top off all the time in front of the mirror. Um, oh, we had a cordy, like a NZ traditional uh, like a get-together with, with alcohol. And um, there's a few guys I sort of got to understand on the piss so Orlando Joel Reese, all those younger lads when they get a bit of alcohol in them you wouldn't want to be in the same room because you hear a few stories I tell you now there's a few long chapters in there <laughs> uh, that's alright uh, thanks for joining us guys no, uh, wish you best of luck for the rest of the tournament and thanks, um, best of luck for your, your local footy seasons as well yeah lovely thanks for having us thanks cheers alright so now we got uh, Charlie and Anthony joining us from Team Italy. Thanks for joining us, guys. No worries. Pleasure. Good to be on it. Uh, we appreciate uh, joining. How have you found the day so far? It's been unbelievable. I mean, just the surface of the ground has been is, is in perfect condition. I mean, no one's really probably played on it a lot the last year. but um, And Fiji were absolutely awesome, and it was a good-spirited game. Yeah, what about you from a coach's point of view? How did uh, they go in that first game? I think, um, oh, we went okay. Um, it was a really good hit out. Um, both teams played in really fantastic spirit. And you, you just any time you play um, a, a country like Fiji, just with their culture, they bring that out onto their ground, that brotherhood that they have. It was just, they were phenomenal. Um, and if you, I'm sure you guys will get the footage after. If you just pan the cameras around, the crowds, the marquees, every country's got their flags up. Um, the event's been in great spirit so far. And it's only going to get better as the day goes on. Yeah, we rocked up and we just already blown away by the flags up and everyone um, getting around each other. Actually, folks from New Zealand, after, obviously 2020, no footy got played. How keen were the boys to get out there and have a run this morning? 
Uh, Liver was probably one of the biggest ones. Um, <laughs> it, it was just, it was just incredible. Like it was so different for all of us that to not have footy for twelve months. Um, and it, it was just when we were planning this event, and the organisers done an incredible job. But there were so many discussions about like when COVID restrictions came back in, and are we playing? Are we not playing? So I think for myself personally, um, I think a lot of us that I spoke to, we tried not to get too excited because we didn't want to be let down. But once uh, for me, it was probably. A week ago after we got off that five-day lockdown the reality sunk that hey we're gonna do it um i'll be honest i couldn't i went to bed at one last night i got up at five i was here at 6 30 um i was i actually got a photo um where the moon and i i just got this is not football time when the moons i should be going fishing but the excitement was just incredible um i can't contain myself so it's just incredible well the camaraderie like having that back has been probably the biggest thing um for me Having my arm around the boys, running out with them, just feels a bit surreal. But it's, um, yeah, it's been good. That's been my favourite thing. And so, how have you just found being involved, like getting to represent Italy and put an Italy jumper on, and 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 you know represent your country playing uh, Aussie rules? How's that experience been for you, Libba? Yeah, it's it's been good. I think I started playing for Italy about four or five years ago. I just saw something in the paper and rang up, inquired about it, and then just yeah kind of every year been itching to get into it and it's been good I've made so many new friends and also you know um, other people that I've played against like I've built relationships with them so it's been really good and um, the boys are unbelievable and I mean it's it's a bit of fun but we also take it pretty serious like we want to get the win so um, yeah it's a bit of that kind of yeah a bit of that mix of having a bit of a laugh but also we were here to win yeah is there any blokes that um uh, you'd normally play against in your local competition that you know play for Team Italy yeah. and you just love the fact that you get to play with them and not against them for a day? Oh, definitely. I mean, and there was a few guys that I kind of, that I've trialled with other teams with and then you get the opportunity to bring them into something like this. It's really cool. So you can kind of really pick, like, you know, people obviously the same heritage as me to come in and play together. So it's, it's really cool. I, I think that's one of the better parts of this, which is nice. How about yourself with um, the coaching-wise? Obviously, you've got your own team, but there'd be blokes in the Italy team that you'd just love the fact that you get to you know, coach them on the day of like days like today. Oh, uh, I can't tell you how much it's... It was like when I went through the team and with what we tried to do with our team, we've, we tried to pick two or three players from... And we tried to like really embrace the EDFL, but we do have a group of boys from the Northern Football League as well. But tried to get two or three from each club for that exact reason. Like It just builds that mateship as we coach against each other. But not only that, like we've got two coaches. Coach of Fiji is actually one of my local players um, and, and I want to bet against him just quietly in that game. So <laughs> let's just say I won't go thirsty for a while but um, it's just incredible we've got Team Lebanon where we've got um, Mo Kak is just a legend in football in EDFL um, and VFL with his family um, just to have us boys here we've got other coaches and other assistant coaches from other clubs it just sort of brings you together under oh, I don't want to it is it's a multicultural banner so it's all the relationships that we'll build from today um, players coaches alike um, it's just going to be fantastic and it's just, this is only the start of this event boys yeah, nice. Now, you said you were here at, what, 6.30 in the morning? Now, the, uh, on the Facebook, when they, the NFC pronounced all the coaches, they done a nice little write-up, you know, favourite meal, pre-game ritual. Your pre-game ritual was three shots of Sam Booker. How did that go at uh, 8.30 this morning? Well, 
I, I actually got that wrong because um, what, what it is, I'm, I'm all about tradition, but um, we sort of held up your interview because we needed to do it. So, oh, okay. um, And I try not to do it in front of the players, but what we do, uh, there's a group of us coaches that I've coached with 10 years ago when I coached at previous clubs, um, and I've done it with a couple of my sponsors. We'll talk about our sponsors later, but we, we just did a quiet drink. Um, I don't know why we do it, but it really helps to just settle the nerves because I think we spoke about like having fun. I can tell you, boys, I know um, the Team Lebanon coach, there's no fun out there. Once that siren goes, it ain't fun anymore. It's You do, you go into battle, uh, but in great spirit. So, yeah, no, that's what we do. Uh, but, yeah, I may have had a couple um, before I left home. I'm not sure. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, mate, it's shaping up to be a fantastic day, and you yeah. guys got off to a good start. Um, but talk about your local footy side the coach yeah the team you're coaching at the moment hillside how are they traveling and how are they looking after the year off uh again same as what all of us see we're so pumped we had our first practice match um a couple of nights ago against mcleod football club which is a fantastic hit out both teams got through without any injuries so after a year off that was a bit of a worry a bit of a concern but uh, it was it was just so good and the boys same as the boys here today, but all the boys are texting and messaging me and ringing and just the excitement. Everyone just wanted to play footy. So um, we were that excited to be out there. It was just incredible. We we will be okay. We're going to be a very young side. So um, we, we will go through um, We'll go through and we'll cause some damage to some teams, I hope. So uh, that's what we're planning for anyway. Yeah, nice. And what about yourself, Libby? How, how good has it been to finally get back and, and play with your local footy side? It's been different. Um, at the moment, I probably get to about 60-70% of the training with work and stuff, but the boys, oh, the boys are itching to be, to be back in it. And, and I mean, Tullamarine is a footy club. Um, we're quite a, a pretty modest club. Like We don't have the biggest signings, but we, we're always there about. So it'll be interesting to try and go that another level this year again. And we're pretty confident that um, we can match it against the other teams this year. So it's been good. Yeah, nice, and so best of luck for the, for those footy seasons. But before we let you go, we like to get you to... No, hold on, mate. Before we do that, um, we mentioned about sponsors before, and obviously all the teams here have got major sponsors to help them get everything up for the day. Who's helped you guys out to get the, you know, your kits and everything sorted? Um uh, it's sort of been a team thing. I'm obviously a um, team manager or coach, whatever I am. Um, I've sort of run it, but I've had great support from the players as far as we we um we had a dinner. Wednesday just gone. We had a fantastic dinner at one of our sponsors where we had 25 out of 28 players turn up, which was just incredible. Um, we had a great night in the city uh, and three of our coaches were there as well. So that was a fantastic night. Um, I'm going to name them if I can, boys, yeah, and I hope what, I don't what. miss any. But um, Cavalli Cleaning, big Josh, one of our, our full forward. Um, Josh has been a fantastic supporter of Team Italy for many years now. Um, he's been, oh, he's an integral part of our, our culture and what we do with Team Italy. Um, we've got uh, Libba, Ruben, and our players mate because i forgot it i know sky limit at the top yeah sky limit are fantastic um local and domestic builders they do fantastic work uh pro pete a very good friend of mine which did us on booker so we're all good at the moment uh great builder and does a lot of good work as well uh coffee coat my daughter's coffee so if you boys need a coffee make sure you go down there she's got that vintage style coffee um tray coffee it is it's the best coffee you will have i assure you i was just looking at my energy drink going ah it's empty i need another uh, um, shot so i'm not going to charlie sent you over she'll look after you uh, when, uh, when a talent t- tells you it's good coffee yeah, <laughs> yeah good and coffee. i'm not listen. biased at all because she's my daughter yeah <laughs> uh, doria's concrete doria concrete long life friend of mine um family friend of mine um 
um, great concreters too, by the way. La Tristina, my assistant coach, Con Di Pasquale, um, the best pasta. Um, he's based out at Tullamarine, so do yourself a favour and get some homemade pasta. And Coleman Demolition. Coleman Demolition. Um, very, one of my people from my local club. Um, uh, known him for 20 years and um, fantastic young kid who does all demo work and does a great job with his crew. No, awesome. you got got some great sponsors. We'll make sure we share links Thanks, and stuff Chris. to them. Um, but, yeah, the last thing we like to do when we wrap this up is a little segment we call throwing your teammates under the bus. Um, so we'll, we'll just get you to throw a couple of the Italy boys under the bus for us. So who's who's been the biggest jokester of the, the group? Who's the one you got to try and rein in all the time? Oh, I reckon I just met him. I played against him a few times, but Lukey Hollian, he's a cracker. He's an absolute cracker. I think we're... I think we're going to be hanging out a bit more after this, so watch out for him. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's it's Luke um, Ferrino Hullion, um, uh, hyphenated. Um, Luke is, um, I, I just had to tell him, I don't know who he was with, but I said, mate, we've got a break and you stop talking footy for a minute. <laughs> have a drink, have some lollies. He just doesn't shut up. So uh, Luke's a fantastic footballer, played senior since he was 17, um, uh, gun football at the Strathmore Footy Club, but he's a pain, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's only, like, not even 11. He's going to do my head by the end of the day, I assure you. All right, so as coach, who's the one bloke that when you're having your training, you just go, mate, just just pull it in a little bit. We're not here to take each other's heads off. Um, oh, that, that's, um, I don't know. Um, I'm actually going to say, I'm going to say, that, I'm going to say Lukey again because um, he's just a freak. But I'm going to say young Lockie Di Sebastiano. Um, I played centre-half back for us from Airport West. He's just like, he just doesn't stop. He's he's I I I known him as an old junior from my club. He's just absolutely hundred percent at it. He's a bit of a madman, like, and he's got the long wavy hair. So yeah, a bit of a nutcase, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> nice, all right. And who, if you were taking the the team on a trip away somewhere, who's the one bloke you wouldn't want to have to share a room with? Can we say Lukey again? <laughs> we <can> say <laughs> <laughs> oh, triple triple under the bus. That's that, a first. Um, who I reckon Presty might be a bit of a snorer, so maybe not him. Mm. I'm not sure if he's a That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Oh, look, I'm going to say our big full forward, Josh Cavalli, um, our main sponsor. And I, I've known Josh for a long time. We we do lunch and dinner quite a bit. And um, I'm just glad it's his shout most times because <laughs> well, I, I'm not a small boy, let me tell you. But um, Josh, who's an absolute superstar footballer, he doesn't mind eating a fair bit, so I don't really want to share food with him, to be honest, because it just ain't going to happen. He's going to end up killing us with it. So, yeah, I'd go, Joshy. Yeah, no, that's a fair call. Thanks for joining us, guys, and Thanks best so of luck much. for the rest of the tournament, and uh, best of luck with your local footy seasons as well. Thanks, boys. Enjoy the day. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Good. All right, so now we've got Rusi and Junior joining us from Team Fiji. How are you going, guys? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Now, thanks for joining us. Uh, how have you found the tournament so far? Have you been enjoying it? Yeah, the tournament's been good for us, being a new team. Relatively new compared to everyone else. This is our first year where everyone else has had seven, eight years into it. So building a team from the ground up is difficult, but we've got a team out there, and that's the main thing. <laughs> what was it like? Yeah, I know it's your, your, first, your first year um, competing in this sort of tournament. What was it? like getting these jumpers and putting on this Team Fiji jumper for the first time? Oh, I think I think it even it started before, like when we first saw the actual prints of it, before we even got the jumpers, like it just it just like you had such a good feeling, such a good buzz, like to see like the, the patterns that are on there, like you just you feel for your culture, you know, like it 
And then when you do put it on, you're running out. And we said a prayer before we did run out. It just you just feel that camaraderie just build, and you just yeah, it's unreal. Like I get chills even talking about it now. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, well, uh, when we first heard about this tournament, we were pretty envious, you know, just being simple Aussies. We we don't get to represent our nation and stuff, and we thought, oh, fuck, we we wish we we get to play to here. And I'll rock up and I see Rusi over here with his big frame. And I, you know what? I'm glad I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> not coming over here. I'm probably going to be able to catch you anyway. So. <laughs> but no, it's, it's good for us because, you know, coming from a culture that necessarily doesn't play football as their main sport. So watching blokes run out there and sing our national anthem and have prayers before the game. I'm envious myself because we can't represent my culture. So. I thought, what better way to do it than playing the spot that I love to play and bringing the boys around me too. So it was good. So how many games have you guys played so far today? We've played two games. Yeah, how are you going them two uh, games? The first game, we were neck and neck with Italy, which they supposedly first side. Uh, we lost by 13 points. And then we came up against Lebanon and we got done by a fair bit. But we were neck and neck. We were, I think we were winning at half halftime. Uh, but they just blew us away because there's... Because being our first time in the competition, you know, getting the word out to new Fijian kids, so we don't have much on the bench and the depth yeah. and stuff like that. So I think, yeah. I think like not really, not necessarily inexperienced, but just like the your team gel. It's like we didn't really have like like Rossi said, it wasn't much of a turnaround to get trainings together and like no excuses, but like yeah. It, yeah. It, it would help. Like it would help. Yeah, it would be hard. It's like you know, first time doing it and. How many players have you got at the moment running around? When we first came in, when we first came in this morning in our first game, we had one on the bench, so we had 19. And and, and I was just trying to be the coach and hold the board, but instead I had to jump on and play the rock, so it was a bit difficult in that aspect. Yeah, and uh, 19 on a day like today would not be much fun at all. uh, You'd be pretty drained pretty quickly out there. Yeah, and especially coming off that COVID break, and like you feel it after the first game, you're like, oh, First half, you're like, oh, I'm not feeling too bad. And then second half rolls around, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> second game, you, the, the lactic acid starts building up. and Yeah. And it just goes to show we're, we lost to Italy in the last two minutes. They kick the last two goals. And then against the Lebanon, we're up by a point and a half time. And then they kick six in our second half. Mm. Just because we don't have the rotations or yeah. the depth in our side. But it doesn't mean we're not having fun and we're yeah. still going yeah. out there to enjoy ourselves. And that's the whole point of today is make sure you're having fun and getting the kick of the footy. Now, obviously, footy, no footy in 2020. How came with the boys and you fellas to get out there for a kick today? Oh, me especially. Like, I've definitely put on the COVID kilos. I'm <laughs> sure a lot of us have put it on out there too. So just to get out there and have a run. And it's hard to get out to pre-season knowing that you just come off a year off. So to get out there with actual purpose, it's tenfold for the boys as well. So it's good for, in my aspect too. True. No, exactly right. Yeah, it's... it's um gives you something to aim for and not just uh, going through the same circle work and stuff at training you get yeah, exactly. and you know get to play a few games which is exactly good right, and exactly right. probably hold you in good set for your local season and when that gets started who do you play for yeah well locally? funny enough Charlie the Italian coach is my local coach <laughs> so and then Hish Lebanon's one of their best players is my midfielder Jacko plays on Italy side he's my midfielder and we've got another couple of boys that play on the other time so it's you know, it's like coming out here, it's also a bit of a rivalry other than just the countries, which is good. It gives it gives a good, good aspect to it, a good spin to it. It was one thing that when we spoke to um, BJ and Michael about, you know, will there be players that normally play together that are going to be out there? You know, a little bit about friendly rivalry. It must be great to be you know, playing against these blokes that you're normally lining up next to and 
going to battle with on a normal game. Yeah, 100%. Well, just as the siren went, me and uh, Jackson Volpata from the team Italy, we came together and we just scruffled out. We threw each other on the floor, <laughs> rolling around, hung out there. We hugged it out and we all got together. It's just all for the fun of it, I guess. That's the main thing. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, fun in footy can get sort of lost when you're playing a pretty serious competition. Yeah, so getting to play... You know, it's, it's serious. You're getting to put on a, a Team Fiji jumper, but you get to have some fun doing it, and hopefully your team can uh, grow over the coming years and you can get some That's more it. boys involved in it. Yeah, well, this is a start now. There's only one way from here, so... That's it. Yeah. No, that's it. We, uh, we got the little uh, write-ups they did on all the coaches um, that they posted on uh, NFC, uh, the, the NFC page. Um, one of your, your pre-game rituals is you like to rub your hand along the, the boundary line and then... Um, Rubby boots. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? And where did um, that ritual come from? I just did that one game and then I kicked three, so I was like, you know, I'm going to do it every game. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then that's just something that I do every single time coming out of the gates. It's just, I don't know, everyone has their things, play certain music, say certain things, eat certain, certain, and mine's just happens to be different to everyone else's. So, yeah. Uh, very nice. So, well, before we wrap it up, one of our, our things we do on our podcast is we get you to throw some teammates under the bus. Oh. Um, so... Who, who at Team Fiji has been the biggest jokester? Is uh, well, the guy next to me is, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's born in 1925 and there's like an age limit involved. Um, and yeah, a lot of the kids, are, a lot of the boys, I should say, you know, they're about 23, 24 years old, but uh, look 50 because their receding hairline's not the best. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Fijian trait, but we look good bold anyway, so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I might have a bit of Fiji in me. I was bloody going bald when I was 17. I think we all have a bit of Fiji in us, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what about the bloke that, when you do get a chance to have a training run, it's just far too serious on the training training set. You need to pull him in a little bit and just tell him to calm oh. down. Oh, I don't know. I think we're. I think the Fijian culture is we're all a bit of a joke today. We all like just yeah. have a laugh. I don't know if you can hear from here, but there's just too much laughing going yeah. on over there for anyone to have a God, anything serious. Serious, like, yeah, for sure, 100%. <laughs> So we didn't have any type of blokes like that. We just all here for fun of it. You can see how smiling we lose by 30 points. So it doesn't matter for us. As long as you're having fun, mate, that's it's the main it. thing 100%. for today. 100%. I got, I got cousins that are half Fijian and um, some of the best times I've had was with my uncle and, and his kids camping and stuff. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, this big Fijian man waking us up early in the morning to go fishing and stuff. <laughs> like that, so, Let uh, me guess, the night times were filled with kava and drinking. And, uh... Uh, no, the night times were filled with no sleep because he snored the loud. <laughs> <laughs> Another Fiji train. <laughs> uh, but he was an early riser because he got plenty of sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, he's in nice to, to the next one, Rifty. Yeah, but, well, um... yeah, I'm saying that. Who's the one bloke you wouldn't want to have to share a room with if you took a trip away with the boys? I'd probably say me. I'm a bad snorer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and one of my brothers. Yeah. Just sounds like someone sitting off a chainsaw all night, so... <laughs> Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, let's just say Fijians are, uh, yeah. <laughs> Heavy sleepers. Yeah, we like to have some fun too at night time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, make that as you wish. But uh, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that at all. No, that's <laughs> so. it. Uh, no, not at all. But uh, thanks again for joining us, Cheers, guys. Mate. Good Thank luck you. for your last Thank game. You um, and good luck for the, your local footy seasons as well. Thank, Thank you for having us on. Thanks, Alice. Thanks, thanks, guys. Guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. All right, so now we've got uh, Dean and Andrew joining us from Team Malta. How are you going, guys? Good, thank you. Good, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. How, how have you found the tournament so far? Uh, okay. Yeah, no, it's been really good. Well organised. Uh, very competitive. Um, probably a bit more competitive than what we we, we thought. Um, but um, the boys are getting, you know, first time playing together, so 
um, hopefully we can um, get around the next game and have a win. Yeah, nice. And what about you from a coaching side? How's it been, just this experience of uh, you know getting this group together and playing these games? Yeah, it's a bit harder this year, like with COVID and with COVID and all that. So um, it was kind of a last minute sort of thing. Like we probably started about December-ish, end of December, and um, had about six blokes at training, which wasn't too good. Um, so a lot of blokes just introduced themselves to each other today and. Usually it's a, it's a fun day, so that's what we want to make of it. Like lost the first game, and now we just bounce back and hopefully get at least one win for the day. Yeah, how did you guys first come to get involved with Team Malta? Well, Terry has a party. He he organised it. He's helping out the coaching today when I'm on the ground. Uh, he organised it about four years ago when it was a part of um, another competition. Um, he got some boys together. Surrounding up the Maltese guys, putting on a few Maltese pastizzis at night, and um, yeah, that's how the, the team got together. Yeah, very nice. And how's it been just getting to pull on that jumper that sort of represents your culture and your and, and getting to play Aussie rules in it? Oh, well, it actually means a lot to me. You know, my, wearing it for my you know, grandparents, my parents are here, my kids, um, it, re- it means a real lot, actually. You know, like, you know, you're born in Australia, whatever, but. You never forget where your heritage is, you know, so it's it's very important to me, yeah. The, the, the main thing about our podcast, what we do, is we spoke, speak to Aussie Rules clubs all around the world, so, whether, you know, France, America, Canada, and the one thing we're very envious of is the fact that we don't get to represent our countries. Like, all these players across, they get to represent, you know, there is the French international team. So we're quite envious of it, too. To see a day where people that have a heritage, like yourself from Malta, to get to pull that jumper on, we think it's fantastic that we can even do it in Australia. I couldn't think of anything better, to be honest. You know, running out with my kids, you know, um, it's very special to me, them getting involved, getting their own little jumper and stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a bit takes a bit to organise, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest with you. And at the end of the day, like, we all know it's a bit of fun, but... Still, when you get out there and you know you're representing the, the jumper, you've got the Maltese cross on the jumper, it, it gives you that little bit more to just push and, like, you're, you're knackered at times and you just, it, I don't know, it gives you that little bit of might, like, you know, I've got, like, grandparents looking down on us and things like that and it's just, it, it just makes you play it a little bit more hard as well. So when we when we uh, first learned about the to- tournament and we spoke to BJ and uh, Michael, I said, I've got Maltese in my family uh, through marriage. You know, I've got cousins and uncles that are all Maltese. Uh, and then I've got Italian as well. So I was like, where does my, you know, my loyalty is going to lie? Who am I going to go for? So, but yeah. but uh, I did. I have, I have closer, mate, so. Malta is closer to me. So I was, I was, I was. I was, I was <laughs> and maybe some kidney there. So I'll get down and have, give you a feed and a drink. Yeah, no, nah, lovely. But. What about uh, your local footy seasons? Uh, what clubs do you play for, and how how are they travelling at the moment? So I'm actually just I've just changed. Um, I'm heading out into the country for a bit of experience down in, down at um, Alexandra. Um, Port and I have actually played together. We came from um, Carolina Springs together, so we played a few years down there, probably about five six years. Um, Port, you joining me in the country, mate? Oh, I don't think so. I've been trying to put the boots on again, having a bit of a run at Kilo Park, but. Um, We'll see how we go. Not too sure about it. Yeah, nice. Well, now I've got another connection to Malta because my in-laws live in Alexandra. So there we go. I'm going to have to go go for Malta now. Might have to put on a jersey, mate. Uh, And they're both at... uh, Is Caroline Springs the Lakers? Yeah, the Lakers. Both the Caroline Springs where one of our guests on the show, Rick Shabani from um, 
LA played down at Caroline Springs for a couple of years when he was across here. Oh, so really? Another connection to him, mate. Yeah, yeah. it's just six degrees of separation. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring there. over the Maltese uh, scarf, mate. <laughs> yeah. all day. Speaking of, um, just want to go back. You mentioned about your little ones with the jumpers. Yeah. When I seen you walk over with them, I was, you know, I've got a, she's seven months old, and I said to Rifty, I'm like, I don't give you sh- my, my language yeah. shit what um, apparel we get. We're getting little baby jumpers yeah. before my daughter gets born. And I, I love it when I see little kids walking around, and it's fantastic that SCD do do yeah. such little jumpers. No, so done an awesome I think job. it's awesome that you, yeah, you've I got them. you've done a fantastic job on the jumpers. I love it. What do you guys think about the jumpers? You like it, mate? <laughs> yeah. one, one of the things we do ask, though, is um, what numbers the people we speak to wear. So what numbers do you guys wear since you've got the jumper on? Oh, I've got oh. number one. We've got a tradition where we have number one for the captain. So I've got number one, and Dino's got number six. Today I'm actually wearing 36 because somebody else was too big for him, so I'm <laughs> I'll, I'll swap with you, mate. But I usually wear six. But yeah, number one, it's from the first year. That's the captain. So no matter what, every single year I wore it about two, three years ago. And now I was coaching, so Ports pretty much took over Team Malta. I told him I was flat out with work over the um, the summer, and I said the Ports, I kind of th- uh, threw it on him. I said, mate, you're taking over the team. And um, just, uh, just on that, sorry, just a big thank you to my wife too because she um, she took on a lot of the load that um, you know I couldn't do. So, yeah, big thank you to her. Otherwise, she'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we move on, now, um, Dean, so... When the NFC put out all their coaching, they had a nice little write-up about, you know, what club they play for, favourite sporting moment. And when I read yours, I was ready to send BJ a message, so I don't want him on. <laughs> as, as an Essendon supporter, mate. When I read that your favourite sporting moment was in 2000 when the Dockies knocked off the Bombers, their one loss of the season. I was I was a bit hurt and a bit... Uh, wasn't happy about it. Mate, I still remember watching that game. I was still young and, like, I, I actually watched it not long ago again just to um, relive the moment. But um, I don't know. Since that day, I think I've hated Essendon. Like I think Brad Johnson uh, was giving it to a couple of players, giving them the uh, the bird. But um, like I don't know, just Essendon as a team in general, mate. Uh, drug cheats and uh, <laughs> trying trying to steal our players, mate. They went for Dunkley like at the end of uh, last year. Now I heard Scott, one of the young kids from the academy, they've tried to take him last week as well. So. Uh, no, I just still remember, and that actually moment was it actually meant a lot. I was at my Maltese grandparents' house, and I was watching. I saw I was in the back room in the sunroom, and we had a, a party on for some reason. And I still remember watching it. I think it was the first time I ever cried happy tears, <laughs> mate, when Chris Grant kicked it on the the boundary line. Now it's, it's definitely a game that if you don't go for Eston, and it's even as an Essendon supporter, I can look back on it now and go, that was incredible to be able to finally tend to get beaten and. I think I hated the Western Bulldogs from that day until about the grand final day 2016 when I jumped on the bandwagon for the day. I think everyone was on board with that one. Mate, we've got even more in common because I'm a Carlton supporter and one of my favourite moments is when we pipped him in the prelims. So. Is that when you guys finished? Oh, no. I was going to say when you finished ninth, but that's when Essendon nah, did no, that's, that's another reason why I hated it. didn't make it. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining. Before we wrap up, we'll... One of the favourite things we like to do on our podcast is we get you to throw some teammates under the bus with just a couple little funny questions. So, who's been the bigger, biggest jokester of the team? Who's the one that, uh, you know, can't take the game serious at all? Um, who would we say would that be? Ricky? Oh, I'm going to rip out um, Liam Ogden, Flogden. He's uh, a... <laughs> If we had to, um, he's like, mate, like he's got a touch of Maltese in him from back in the day, and 
He's like, mate, what, what do I do? Everyone's going to think I'm an, an Aussie. And I'm like, mate, just tell him like, you know, you got that little bit of Maltese. So I started calling, it, calling him um, Camilleri, giving him a new surname. So um, he's a bit of a jokester. Ricky Howe. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ricky Howe. Yeah, he's always got something to say. And um, yeah. it's usually directed at somebody in a funny, funny manner. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Ricky. How about the bike? When, you, when you're on the training track, you just go, mate, just pull it in a little bit. Mate. We're not here to rip people's head off. We're just having a nice little train here. I'm probably Wilbur. Yeah. yeah, probably William, William to Sam. Yeah, probably I'll probably go with him. He just goes hard on the game day training. He he's got one way. Yeah, so go with him. Just that's good. That's, that's been the quickest answer to that question. Yeah. Um, all right, and if if you're taking the the boys on a trip away, who's the one guy you just would not want to share a room with? Probably Dino. <laughs> yeah, don't feel too I'll bad, just... mate. He wouldn't share a room with me yeah. either. Yeah, I'll probably be uh, doing some things that I probably should have mentioned on this uh, microphone. Yeah, yeah, probably be Dino. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go with Dino. No, that's fair. Thanks, thanks uh, again for joining us, guys. All yeah, the best for the rest for of the tournament. Us. Appreciate and, it. And um, best of luck for your local footy season thank you, as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we've got uh, Mo and Ibrahim joining us from Team Lebanon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, we appreciate you jo- uh, joining us for this. Um, how have you found the experience so far of uh, joining this Nations Footy Cup? Now the experience has been really good so far. Uh, good crowd out here, and um, it's a good concept, and uh, we're we're really enjoying ourselves out here today. And um, yeah, we're just uh, privileged to be able to join uh, joining a day like this. So hopefully, it's a success going forward, and we can have it for the next you know three or four or five years, whatever it is. Yeah, that's uh, one thing we said. We hope we can. Just- see it build and build and um, you guys are joining from the start but what about yourself Ibrahim how have you gone in the first couple of games uh, yeah no we've done pretty well uh, pretty uh, slow start a bit dewy in the, in the first game then when we found our feet uh, boys started playing well things started linking up uh, and yeah done well done pretty good with a year off footy obviously in 2020 how keen were you guys and the boys to get out there and play some footy for the first time in two years Nah, definitely keen, mate. Um, these boys have been doing pre-seasons at their local club and, um, you know, the boys have worked pretty hard. And for us, really, it was just about getting out there and ha- having a kick and just getting amongst the, uh, your mates and um, camaraderie. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it, it's worked out well that this Nations Cup has come along. Um, so you mentioned you've played two games now. How are we sitting? Are we, lo- are we looking good? Are you... You've won both games, I think, haven't you? Yeah, we have won both games. Uh, we won the first one. Um, I think we conceded late, and I think we got up by about 10 points. So I think it's only one pool, so there's six sides in it. So percentage will come down to it in the end um, if we don't win um, the next game. And, uh, you know, we finish 2-1 and because there'll be a couple of sides or a few sides that finish 2-1. and one. But I think that second game, we that we really showed our class. And um, yeah, we, I think we got up by about... You know, five or six goals, so um, that helps in the percentage, especially it's only two two eighteen minute halves. So, and we we were watching a bit of your last game. There were some some beautiful passages of play there. What's it been like getting to coach this group of players and and having this you know, collective group of guys come together and, and play together for Lebanon? Well, to be honest, uh, we've only had one training session. Uh, just getting the boys together, it's been a little bit hard with work and um, commitments uh, through the footy club, and, um, their own footy clubs. But um, yeah, there is some polish out there. There's some class all, all over the ground. If you have a look through the lines, and you know, there's this class all, all, all over the ground. It's just about getting it all together and um, playing as one. And I think the boys are bought into to what we're selling today. So uh, the boys have gone about it really, really well. 
it's pretty impressive to be uh, 2-0 with only one training session under your belt. You must have a bloody good group of blokes over there. <laughs> you've got a good coach. You've got a good coach. I think, You're only uh, saying that he's sitting in, within slap No, no, I think it's... Um, he's, so he's the people that I used to look up to when I watch local footy. So it's, he knows us since we are kids. So he knows our traits, what we can do and all that sort of stuff. So I think... But to play for your to play for your your parents' country, it's a big deal. So I think everyone comes out of the woodwork. Even if they had a retirement, so we have got some players that had a retirement. Now they'll probably go back into retirement after today. But um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good effort, man. Um, we all play we all play football. We love it. We play locally. Um, we've been we've been playing for years, and we just we the only thing we're missing is a good coach. So we got him, which is good. It's a warm day down here. So what was it like out there on the ground? How hot is it? Because we as I said, we watched a bit of your game. Yeah. We'll stand in the sun. I've gone to Rift. I'm like, oh, let's go back to the tent, mate. It's too bloody hot in this sun. And we were just standing there. Yeah, yeah. the first game was a bit dewy. So it was a bit like, oh, look, you know what? It's, it's going to be a bit of a cold day. But then it turned out to be a pearler of a day. So, yeah, it's pretty hot. Uh, luckily, we got the waters on the on the sidelines. Um, we got the Gatorades and all that sort of stuff. So trying to keep hydrated. We've got the sandwiches. So, yeah, so we're trying to keep um, up with the fluids and food, mate. And... So what was it like getting to pull on this uh, Lebanon jumper with the, the logo in the middle there? It's a, it's a great-looking jumper. What was it like for all the boys to, to get to represent Lebanon? I think um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a privilege. I think it's, that's the best word you can say. It's a privilege to play for your country, uh, to play for your team. Uh, and it's just to get everyone together and know, you know what, um, we come from the same background, but we all live in Australia, which is fantastic. So, like, you have the World Cup, which is... On a smaller scale, of our world comes that makes sense. So we don't muck around. We give it one hundred and ten percent, and as you know, I don't think we don't like losing. So yeah, <laughs> now it's one one of the things we've been envious of. Uh, all the guys that get to get involved in this is just being, uh, you know, simple simple Aussies. We don't get to represent our country and, and pull on. Uh, but it's it's fantastic to see um, all the guys getting out there and, and representing their their nationality and. and you know, having some fun, but there's a good competitive games of footy going on as well at the same time. Yeah, how about you know, your local club? You know, whereabouts do you play and whereabouts do you coach? And how are you guys looking for the season 2021? Yeah, I'm the senior coach then at West Meadows Footy Club. Um, at the moment, we, we're travelling okay. Um, we've put a good good block into the boys uh, pre-Christmas and obviously back post-Christmas. The boys have done a little bit um, in the off-season, but um, they've come back in, in really good shape. Uh, we're probably getting about 80 blokes at training. Um, which we're trying to micromanage um, into groups. And then, yeah, the boys, the boys are going about it really, really well. They're excited to be back and ready to hit the season round one. Remember them days, Rifty, when we had 80 to 100 blokes in the track, oh, not 15? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm on a different side of the scale. I uh, play for more sunshine. So um, if you know about us, we've been pretty bad for the last five, maybe ten years. Um, so now we've just tried to recruit some players, try to get a, a group of new guys, new culture. Um, got a good coach named Andrew Messina. Uh, he's actually Italian, so I'm going to tell him that we're playing against his boys today. Uh, yeah, so it's just going to be a lot of development, a uh, big year. I don't think um, people have got us anywhere near in a couple of games to win, but um, hopefully we can win. So, yeah, be good. Now, all the best for those seasons and um, all the best for the rest of the tournament. Before we let you guys go... We- one of our, our things we do on our podcast is we get you to throw some teammates under the bus. Um, so who's been the biggest jokester at, uh, with Team Lebanon now? Who, who's the one you got to try and ro- uh, wind in at training? Well, 
there's a couple of the boys that uh, played a bit of a prank on me today. In um, a, a, well, not long ago actually, um, a couple of the boys just had a bit of a laugh. And uh, Ahmed Saad, ex St Kilda, um, playing with us today, and he's a bit of a prankster, and um, he gets tickled from the side and gets told what to say by another guy named Sammy Saad. So I think they work in tandem, and um, they've worked pretty well today. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I'll review the side boys. So Sammy. So the one that plays up from Seymour, but he's signed at Sunbury. He's a bit of a jokester, but I don't think he he puts it at the front. I think he tickles a couple of people, and then they throw that mission, he just sits back and jokes. There you go. So he's the <laughs> How about the bloke that, you know, when you get on the training track, he just takes it far too serious. You know, he's having a nice casual warm-up, and he's trying to take blokes' head off because he just doesn't have an off switch. Yeah, that will probably be Ahmed Hamdan. Yeah, pretty serious uh, Ahmed Hamdan. Goes real well. He's only small. He's you know got small um, small man syndrome, but um, he probably uh, at training takes it really serious. But um, I reckon the gates opened at seven o'clock this morning. I reckon he was here about five thirty, so he was ready to go. So I don't know whether you call that serious or uh, overcommitted. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I would have done hundred percent. All right, and so if you're taking the boys on a trip away. Who's the one bloke you just would not want to share a room with? One bloke, um, um, <laughs> I've got one. Um, I wouldn't want to share a room with Musty Mister. So from playing from Newport, he's just <laughs> well, yeah, we're in a group, and I don't like the stuff he says in the group. I'm like, nah, no chance. <laughs> No, don't come anywhere near me, man. Done. We have yeah, a few of them boys in our club, so... Yeah, I reckon I've got one. It's my little nephew who's playing out there. The skinny kid played on the wing, number eight, I think he is. Um, we went away to Wachuca, and uh, I think he's taken... We've gone away for probably a day, maybe two days, and um, he's taken about nine pairs of jocks, so <laughs> he's probably one that's always in the shower. So if you're trying to sleep, he, he's in the shower and he's having another change of jocks, so <laughs> that's probably one that, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. You don't want to ruin with that. Yeah, that's a good one under us. But one of the things, uh, before we do wrap up, I've got a question I've been wanting to ask some of the coaches. When you're getting this group of players together and they're guys coming from all different clubs and stuff, how hard is it to not go, hey, um, how about you just come down to West Meadows and have a kick with us? And, uh, or, hey, you know, come down. come down. 100% poaching already. Yeah, it's not hard at all, mate. I've done that a couple of times uh, today, and I've even uh, tried it on the opposition that are play, um, the other countries that are running around. Where we're we're looking for a ruck, so um, there's a couple of you know, good ones floating around today. So I might get near you. I might need a step ladder, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, nice. We just have to call the president, uh, tell him to open up the checkbook and start signing checks for you. So yeah, absolutely. It. Well, with the salary cap in place now, it might be a point of. Um, Pouring a can of drink and uh, you might get some sauce if you're lucky. Yeah, nice. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Best of luck for the rest of the tournament. I'm pretty sure you guys, uh, we might be seeing you later on today. But uh, best of luck for your, your local seasons as well. And uh, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks a lot Good. for having us, guys. Thank you, fellas. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. No worries. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So we've got Raf and Matt joining us from Team World. Thanks for joining us, guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's our pleasure. How, how have you been enjoying the day so far? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's a good day. Get people from, uh, you know, diverse nationalities to come down, have a kick of the football. Obviously, with the COVID interrupted year, it's probably the first game people have played for two years. So it's just good to be out, smell the grass, and and see some goals go through the big sticks. Yeah, yeah well, that's that's it. Uh, 
So you guys are Team World. How many different uh, nationalities are getting represented by your team? Uh, good question. Uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of Lebanese, so we, we had a bit of a joke that we had Lebanese Team B, but we've got <laughs> so we've got Lebanese, Australian, Italian. Um, I think it's yeah, Turkish, Nigerian. Um, there'd be a few that I've missed there. Aboriginal, yeah, we do have Aboriginal, so there'd be six to eight at a minimum. Um, but yeah, we, we got put together about two weeks ago, so and we didn't finalise our list till three days ago. So <laughs> uh, we've done all right. Hope that block to go past them. Yeah. Well, what's it been like as the coach? It's such a short turnaround to get the team up on the park. So you, like you obviously wouldn't have really met the blokes that many times and know their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Well, the good thing is I've played at a few football clubs, so I had contacts. So I just reached out to all the good players from all the clubs that I knew and. Uh, just brought them in together. So I knew most of them. There was a couple I didn't know, but getting everyone together within two weeks um, was tough. Like I said, we've only had the last three days we had our team finalised. Um, it was tough, but to be honest, I asked everyone, where do you want to play? Sort of get an idea and then put it together. And, you know, we're not here to, you know, take it too seriously in the sense. So, you know, everyone sort of moves around where they, where they want to play. How many blokes said that they were a full forward that, She's purely a not full forwards. I've got 14 forwards, <laughs> 11 midfielders, and no backmen. So, <laughs> oh, it's funny that uh, not one bloke has played back in their life. In the team. Um, but what was it like for you, Matt, getting a run out there for the first game and uh, and play for this well, team world? Yeah, first game was um, it was a bit interesting actually because I thought oh, I'm just going to come take it easy here, and I see two guys collide and nearly knock each other out in the first second of the game. I'm like shit. <laughs> You know, it's time, it's time to play footy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's actually been more intense than I thought it would be. Yeah, well, there's been some uh, pretty hotly contested footy. Most of the games have been pretty close. And uh, you guys are doing all right at the moment. Uh, yeah, we're trying, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of good players that you recognise from clubs that come around. And, you know, yes, like Raph said, everyone hasn't played for a year and everyone's just keen to get out there. And it's sort of, as soon as you cross the line and the ball's there, everyone's just, let's get it. So... How keen were the boys to get that out there for that first game? Because, you know, as you said, no footy played in 2020. So, it'll be the first time anybody's played footy since back in the 2019. How keen were they to get out there? Well, I reckon you can tell by people setting up marquees at like 17 this morning <laughs> that they were definitely keen to roar to go. So, it's good just to see everyone out and about together. And, yeah, it's good to be at the footy. Any blokes in the team that you normally play against at your local team that you just, you know, when you found out they were playing on your team, you're wrapped to have them on your team, or not many? Um, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the boys I've played with, so sort of just just swap teams now, so sort of a bit of a mixture from our previous club and where we're playing now. So um, no, you, I mean you get to know a lot of the guys pretty closely in our league, and same players you in, you out, and you just know who the guns are. So yeah. So you mentioned your local league. So who? We- who are you playing for at the moment and how are they looking? So we're playing for Roxy at the moment. Um, Raph's assistant, playing assistant coach. Um, um, I'm just a forward, so... But no, we're looking we're looking good. Um, it's my junior club, so Raph to be back. And yeah, it should be, it should be a good year. It's a real family-friendly club, so looking forward to it. Yeah, nice. And so you are situated there next to the Lebanon boys, and I'm sure there's a bit of banter going on between the two teams. Um, well... Is there anyone that's you know overstepping the mark that you kind of oh, I wish I was lining up on him next game or <laughs> hope we see them in the final? Yeah, no, nah, probably half the team. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think they look a bit cooked at the moment, so we'll see if they can get over Italy. So we'll see what happens. There's a few injured boys and a bit of ice going around down there, so see how it goes. Yeah, it's a warm day out there. Being on the ground, how hot is it? It's like probably actually, it's 35 is... degrees out there. It's so hot. It's just been all the dew's gone off the ground now, and it's just 
baking. We went for a walk about oh, maybe two hours ago, and we haven't left here since because we're nice and shaded here. I'm just not putting myself in that sun because it was cooking. <laughs> nah, this is a good spot. Everyone's got awesome spot here, so nah, definitely. If I, if I, had, if I had the choice, I'd probably play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, what we like to do before we uh, wrap things up is we, uh, on our podcast, we like to get you to throw some teammates under the bus. Um, so who's been the biggest jokester at the team that just will, will not take anything serious? The biggest jokester? Um, I don't really know, to be honest. Like, we all met at 9am today. We only had a training session. We just to get here at 9 o'clock. Dave, the jumper's out. And we didn't even bring a marquee or a trainer or anything. We just found a trainer from Team Lebanon. So <laughs> the biggest joker, I joke a lot, so it could be me, to be honest. Um, I was meant to play to a few days ago, so... I mean, you know, I don't take it too seriously myself, but I don't know who the jokers are. Um, other than myself, I'm... Probably, yeah. the, probably that six level boys in the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about, you know, it's, it's all about a bit of fun today, and you, you're coming down just a bit of fun, not taking it too serious. Any blokes in the team that have just taken it far too serious what you would have thought they were going yeah, to? Yeah, 100%. So there's one bloke I didn't know, um, Ripper Kid too, 17-year-old, first time he's playing senior football, Jacob Hanlon. Never been before, and as soon as we got here, I'll take the boys for a warm up. And for a 17 year old to say this, you know, 28, 30 year old blokes is courageous. I'm like, mate, good luck if you can get him up, <laughs> go for it. But um, he's taking it serious, and uh, he actually played really well in New Team New Zealand. Kick the goal and set up a goal, so probably got us over the line, to be fair. Yeah, very nice. That's always handy when you get a young fella. He's been an assistant coach, you trying to, oh, you're looking for a game at Roxborough Park, come down and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, look, I won't do that because he might take his spot in the forward line, so <laughs> I won't throw him under the bus. <laughs> now, well, um, best of luck for the rest of the tournament. Um, you know, for, for a team that's only just come together this morning, you're doing pretty well for yourself. So best of luck for the rest of it, and uh, we might see you in the last game of the night. Thanks, heaps, Rick and Rick. Cheers, thank you. Well, thanks, fellas. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, boys. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. Oh, nice. So now we've got uh, Ronnie and Bianca joining us from Team Australia. The, the women's team that are playing in the showcase game. Um, how are you enjoying the day so far? I think it's a pretty good atmosphere to turn up. There's lots of, lots of marquees, lots of people running around, good footy on show, um, great weather, and uh, even better skipper. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited for the day. Yeah, nice. The, the day has uh, turned it on for us. It's a beautiful weather, and there's been some good games uh, getting played already. Everyone else we've spoke to have already played a game, but you guys have only got the one game for the day. But what, what sort of do you expect as a coach from the girls today? Uh, fun, fun. You know, it's it's a sort of a, what we call a makeshift team. So it's, you know, only three or four have played together. So it's going to be it's going to be good fun, and that's a, that's going to be our focus today. We'll be good, but you know, after the fun. How about you, Bianca? With the um Obviously, the showcase game is rifty cold coming up shortly. How keen are you after 2020 no footy to get out there and have a run around? Oh, I'm absolutely pumped about that. I was just saying before that it's literally been, what, a year and a half or so with no footy. So just to come back, first game back, and it's here, and the atmosphere like this is just unbelievable. Like, I'm getting a little bit giddy. So it's good. It's good nerves. Yeah, no, sorry, I just been distracted because I thought they were calling for a stretcher, but no, he's walking <laughs> off, so my apologies about that. But from a coaching point of view, what, what, are, the, what are the women been like to, to coach and about training and stuff like that? How, how keen have you noticed they, they are for today? Oh, 
they're probably uh, be keener than what, what I am. I would say they um, you know, I'm looking at the more than just the game, and they're they're just excited to get out there and, and play the game of footy. So, um, you know, we'll we'll make sure that's our focus today, and and keep keep that motivation going. So, how how many different teams are represented by the the Oz team today? How many different uh, clubs are the girls come eight from? Eight or nine? Yeah. Yeah, probably about eight or nine, we've I'd got, say. We've got a good, good range of teams. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, what we found was that we've got probably max maybe three, four players from a club, but otherwise, you know, we've got one player from a club. And then, you know, so it's getting all the plays together from different clubs, different leagues, and forming Team Australia, which is what's really exciting about this, and that's what I'm more excited about, is that you're kind of getting removed from your own local club and playing with all these girls that you'd probably be playing against or just never met before. So that's what I'm finding really, really exciting about today and we're coming together. Now, one of the things that we like to chat about when we chat the um, clubs in our podcast are their jumpers. When I seen what jumpers you got, uh, you ladies are going to be running out in, the uh, what's on the polo shirt as well, I was blown away just how cool they are. What are your thoughts on the jumpers that you guys get to wear running out there? Well, that was Ron and our design. Like, we're very, very proud of it. Like, super, super excited. So we had um, Stan from SCD that started off with the, his starting idea. And then, like, we just worked really well with him. And he was fantastic. And we're just so happy with how it's turned out. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's great. Um, you know, we're not an Indigenous team as such, but we just wanted to make sure we're inclusive of, uh, of the heritage as well. Um, that's the point of the day. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it couldn't have come out any better. Yeah, and as you said, SCD were a big part of it. And they've, all the jumpers they've done for today and you know, some polo shirts where we're in there, they're a bloody good company and do some good stuff down there. Yep, very, very thankful for their work. It's been great. Um, and obviously... To put a team together and compete in a tournament like this, you need some good sponsors to help you out. Has there been any sponsors that have really, uh, you know, dug deep in the pockets to help the Team Australia get up? And yeah, definitely. And um, Bianca, Bianca made some good contacts through that. And we've got uh, St Albans Sporting Club on, on board as our major sponsor. Um, and News Express uh, jumped in as well. So they're very thankful that made sure uh, we could go ahead with all this. All right, so... As I said, showcase game. What are the quarters to your game today? How many minutes are they? Uh, four, 18 minutes. Right. So you guys are getting the full game in. Yep. Any players that on Team World that you're a bit wary of and going to try and shut down pretty well? We're going to play our own game, Ricky. We're, we're not worrying about opposition. That's we'll, the answer I we'll, like. We'll, uh, we'll just play it as it comes. And, you know, if uh, if we need certain matchups or certain uh, movements, then we'll deal with that as, as it comes. What's, what's the training been like? Like, I know that Malta said they had fairly short numbers and I think Italy had, like, 50 bikes running around. What, what's the training been like for you, for you guys? Oh, look, on the whole, it's been good. would have been uh, good if we could have got the whole group together for, for more sessions. But, look, you know, that, that's what happens in this sort of stuff. It's, you know, they've got local footy, some have got VFL. Um, you know, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to get them all together at the same time. So, you know, it is what it is. We're, we're excited that uh, we're going to have a 22 out there today and... It'll be good fun. And so what about uh, local footy, your, your normal season, Bianca? Who do you play for and, and how are they travelling at the moment? Um, so I play for Keelor and, yeah, we're looking good. So be really exciting when round one comes along. We're playing Essendon due to stars for our first round. So, yeah, just the same. So we're just, at the moment, pre-season has started back again from the Christmas break. Yeah, so getting the girls together again, which yeah. is fantastic. 
what's um obviously the men undefeated in the seniors last year and went on to win the flag. What what's it like to be involved in such a successful club? Oh, it's really, really good. Like when we have training, um, we had Mick and the boys down at Green Gully a couple of weeks ago and that was just, you know, amazing to watch in itself, watching such professional players, you know, and professional coaches go about it and yeah they're always quite inspiring to us so yeah it's good when we actually get to see them train because generally they will train at Keelor but um yeah it's such a professional club in its own way. I've seen the new um coaches boxes that have been thrown up at Keelor's home ground they look bloody impressive. I still haven't seen it. I've just seen a picture and it's the shipping container on top of each other I was absolutely uh, blown away same, by. Same spot just a bit, bit, bit oh wider, okay. Um, closed windows now. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> Killer does it again. <laughs> uh, so we, um, when Nations Footy Cup put up the, the coaching appointments, they did a little uh, profile there. And we see Ron's uh, favourite sporting moment was the uh, 2016 Girls Metro Championships. So you've been in, involved in uh, women's footy for a while. What was that like uh, winning that championship? Um no, I don't think we actually won that championship that year. Um, I think we we lost <laughs> we lost one game out of the out of the three. But um, I was involved in the EDFL combined Western Region um, interleague program. Um, well, back in two thousand fourteen, I think I started there. Um, so watching that grow over over the seven years I was there was uh, was fantastic. And um, hopefully, um, I'm not coaching it anymore. But hopefully, the AFL see it in their in their ways to get the program up and running for this year, and um, they can continue the growth. And also, are you, are you coaching anywhere else throughout this year? Um, I'm having a slow year this year with work, um, but I'm I'm coaching locally at uh, Sunbury Kangaroos, um, and that's it for me this year. Apart from today. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, before we wrap up, one of the things we do on our podcast is we like to get you to throw some teammates under the bus. Um, so who's who's been the biggest jokester of the team? Who's the one that That's sort of just can't take it serious <laughs> at all? Um, I would say Hannah Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, the Daily Double. Yeah, the Daily Double. They're great. So we had our jumper presentation um, during the week and they actually contacted myself about uh when we do the jump presentation that they all you know pretty much just ask everyone five questions like really hilarious long serious stuff but um, it just made it a really good night so we've got some clowns in the team yep that's what ron would have said as well yep how about the player when you when you are training on the having a training run the players are just far too serious that you just want to bring it back a peg because they're going to rip someone's head off they go too hard I'm not sure we've got anyone actually like that. Maybe game day might be different, but yeah, we're still uh, we're still getting to know everyone. So this will be interesting today to see who's got white line fever. <laughs> everyone's yeah. pretty chilled at the moment, yeah. but um, that's what's going to be really interesting today to see everyone in, in their game game day space, mind space. <laughs> yeah, nice. We're looking forward to it. But if you if you were to take the team on a trip away, who's the one girl you wouldn't want to share a room with? What was? Ooh. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Mm. I'll probably say Han because she'll probably be funnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. She'll be ripping up the jokes, and <laughs> but uh, actually, she will be fun. <laughs> yeah, I I'd, um, actually wouldn't like to share a room with any of them, but um, look, I, I think um, I think Hannah would be probably the um, the limelight stealer. That's for sure. 
And I saw thanks thanks for joining us. Good luck for today and good luck for your uh, local footy seasons as well. Uh, wish you all the best. Thanks again. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. All right, so now we've got BJ and Anthony joining us from Team World. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. How are you going? Uh, very well, very well. Thanks. Thanks for having us down here, BJ. And uh, before we get into all the Team World stuff, how have you found it? The day is finally here. It's finally happened, and we've seen some great footy getting played today. Yeah, exciting for me. Uh, we did the podcast, what, a couple of weeks ago, you know, looking forward to this day, and I think it's finally here, and just to kind of see the fruits of our labour, it's just amazing to watch. There's been some good talent on show as well, crack a day, and everyone's having a good laugh. Yeah, well, I'm guessing there was some tense moments there when we got a five-day lockdown. You're thinking, all oh, this bloody hard work you've done over the last 12 months, it might not go ahead, but... To finally get that, breathe that sigh of relief and, and see all the fruits of your labour come to come to fruition today, uh, it'd have to be something pretty special. Yeah, man, it came down to the wire. There was so much that had to be done before today, and you know, but we're all finally out here. Everyone's enjoying some good football. It's it's great to see all the players out here as well after a long break from COVID. I think everyone's just so excited to have a kick out. Have you had a chance to watch much of the footy, being the fact that you're obviously running around trying to make sure everything's organised for the day? Have you yeah. seen any footy? Yeah, good, good one. Um, I've, I've tried to watch glimpses here and there, um, but I've been I've been doing most of the running around. But, you know, Lebanon was looking good. Team World's a surprise. They're, they're doing all right as well, the Team World men's team. And, you know, Italy's come out in fine form as they usually do. And so, Anthony, what's it been like getting involved in this uh, concept and getting a coach, Team World? Oh, it's um, it's brilliant. It's it's good to actually have footy back, and all the girls are uh, chomping at the bit, ready to get out there. It's been, you know, our recruiting um, has been pretty good. You know, very hard during the times, like over the lockdown and all that. But uh, we've we've shown had some great support from the girls, and uh, we've picked up a few good players. So I'll be very interested to see how we go. You um, how keen have they been? The fact that you know, twenty twenty, obviously no footy for anybody. So no one's played since the back end of 2019. How keen have the girls been to get out there and have a kick and even a training? How's it been for you? Oh, they're, but they're keen. We've been getting, we, we had solid numbers very early at training. And, um, yeah, so I, I reckon they're really, really looking forward to it today. They're all up and about. Can't wait. And you couldn't ask for a better day. No wind about. It's a bit warm. But, you know, good spectacle to put on for the crowd as well. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. It's, it's not what I consider footy weather. Um, how are you preparing, BJ, to get out there? And you, you know, you're you're playing in the prime spot, the highlight game, two thirty. It's going to be the peak of the sun. How how are you preparing yourself to play the game? Yeah, yeah. couldn't have asked for a better draw for us. Um, prime time at two thirty, but lots of hydration, man. Had some lunch early, making sure the girls are keeping out of the sun, and we just can't wait to get out there. To be honest, it is a bit of a warm day, but we'll see how we go. And. Who's been the, the sort of the one you got to watch out for on Team Oz that you, you think you might have to lock down early or, you know, have you got any uh, insights to the other the opposition? Oh, I won't lie. I always do me, I do me uh, homework and I would say uh, Trisha Devine. I coach Trisha Devine and Lauren Collis. They will be two that I'll be really looking out for and um, just seeing how the game pans out and whether I've got to do something to counteract that. We'll see how much influence they have on the game. So with that, you said you've got a couple of ladies in the team of show that you coach. Is there anyone in Team World that, you know, once they come into the fold, you're like, I can't wait to be coaching this person on a game like today? Oh, yeah. As I said, I've, uh, I've also done my homework on some of my players as well. 
and some come with really good raps. It's just a matter of waiting to get, get their opportunity to get on and find that right position for them, and we'll see how it all unfolds. I think it'll be like moving some chess pieces early because we both really don't know what we've got until we play the game. So, yeah, we'll see how things go. And if it's, it's, if it's anything like these men games, we've seen some pretty class, classy passage of play. You know, I know the guys are starting to feel the heat of uh, playing here. Yeah, three games, um, but the girls got the one game, 18-minute quarters. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be a fiery contest, but how's it going to be settling those nerves of that first quarter to just get out there and not, you know, not blow up too early with the first game back in a long time? Yeah, I think um, Anthony and I have got a bit of a game plan. We'll round the girls up early. We'll get out there, have a bit of a kick, we'll do a nice warm-up, get some more fluids in and just get out there and have a good hit out, I think. Yeah, very nice. They're a great bunch of girls, and I think the important thing is we've built a pretty good relationship through training and things like that. So, you know, we're, we're hoping it's going to be a good spectacle for all the spectators. Uh, the, the, nerves, the nerves will be all up and about, I can believe, you know, that's going to happen. But it's like everything. So I, I think it's like a build-up to a final. You know, big crowd and all that's not usually a play in front of crowds like this. The girls will be all, once the first five or ten minutes settle down, it'll be back, back to normal footy like it's quite normal. How about local, local level? Obviously, you, you guys play and coach. Who for and how's it looking for 2021? Um, I'm at Airport West. We started up last year, you know, an inaugural women's team. But uh, unfortunately, COVID come along and that's what happened. But uh, our numbers are looking really good. Uh, I've got a good bunch of girls down there. So we've just been promoted to Div 1 from Div 2 because one of the sides fell out. So I I think that's a better balance for what I've got with the team uh, going forward. So it just all depends on what your opposition looks like. It's hard. You you hear little things here and there. But... um, yeah, I'm really excited and I think we can have a little bit of an impact in there. As for me, I've uh, recently transferred to Keelaw from um, Hillside, so I'm actually looking really looking forward to this season. I'm quite excited. We've got a great coach in Shannon. Um, she coached both at VFL and AFLW level, so I'm actually really looking forward to getting out there this year and having a really good season with the team. And so has there been any girls at training that it's hard not for you to go, how about you come down to Airport West and have a kick with my girls? There's always a bit of that, don't you think? Yeah, there is. That's the, You know, you're looking and say, oh, I'd love her playing on my list and this and that, but it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, like um, if they like the way you coach or they like the, you know, what you put on as a coach, they, they might come across. That's it. It's, um, yeah, it's hard not to go out and try and coach, but I think the main thing on, it, on our mind is to go out and win today at the moment. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing, and um, I think... In a coach's mind, recruiting players is always in the forefront, isn't it? So no matter what you see, somebody who's got half ability, you're always trying to trying to recruit. Oh, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong there. <laughs> wrong there. Um, but you've put on a fantastic day here, BJ. We've enjoyed getting involved in it and we've loved the footy. Um, but before we wrap it up, uh, our last interview, one of the things we like to do, as you know, we like you to get to throw some teammates under the bus. Um, so out of all the girls you've played with at Team World, who's who's been the... Well, you've trained with a team. We haven't got to play with yet. But who's been the biggest jokester who doesn't hasn't been able to take tr- training serious at all? I don't know. I'd say I'm a bit of a jokester. I take training seriously, but um, I like to create a bit of a laugh. I'll throw B- Brittany Bonner under the bus. She had a bit of a big night last night, so she's had to kind of uh, get on the uh, old Powerade there. Jeez, you shouldn't be telling the coach that. <laughs> uh, not this late in the piece, but we need her in the back line. Well, I better hope she performs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, no, we've got a great bunch of girls. I mean, we've got some young guns in there and we've got some older girls as well. So, you know, great group. My question back to you guys, who are you supporting today? Team World or Team Oz? 
Oh, jeez. Well, we're going to have to go with Will, aren't we? I we think we have to. to. We've really been invited there. Yeah. Like, and, we'd be and wrong if we didn't. Yeah. We just, we just realised we've got a connection to the men's team world because um, former sponsor of ours from Bottle Mart is uh, playing for the team. So um, There you go. We, we might have to go world all the way around. Yeah, jump on board the world. Team right. world for the win, hey? Yeah, that's it. Just a big thanks to you guys for supporting us as well. It's been great having you down here at the competition. And, you know, you did a great podcast on the competition a couple of weeks ago. So we really appreciate the support. No, no worries. Thank, thanks for having us down here. Um, so next one on the under the bus... Who's the one that just takes the game just far too seriously? When you've had a training run, you know, you're just having a kick, nothing too serious, and they're just gung-ho from the start. Look, it'd, it'd be hard to, you know, pick... pick oh, yeah, yeah. Lily does. She's um, only, only young, but she's real serious, and you can see, you know, like, dedicated to it, do a drill. She wants to get it right and all that. She's only a young gun from... Um, Pascoe Vale, it'll be her first year. Oh, she played a lot of senior footy, I should say, in uh, Premier Division, stepping up from 18s. But, uh, yeah, she, it's all about getting it all right. Yeah, nice. And the last one is if you're, if you're taking the girls on a trip away to celebrate your win today, who's the one person you want to want to share a room with? Oh, I tell you what, look, I can only say for my, my daughter there, Shay. I'd she, say Shay too, actually, goes, oh, well, her, her, Shay and Geordie, both of them. I call them the Rat Pack. There were a few other mates that are absolutely wild and crazy. So <laughs> they both go right at playing footy. So I think they're lucky there. No, very nice. Thanks again for joining us. We'll let you go. Get ready for your big game. And uh, all the best for it. And all the best with the rest of the, the NFC and this uh, Nations Footy Cup that you started. We hope it just grows bigger and better every year. And uh, like we said, we've loved being involved in it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Hopefully we can put on a good game for... Yeah, good spectacle for the crowd. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. All right, so thanks for joining us for this episode of the Cobracast with the President VP live from the Nations Footy Cup. We had some uh, great chats there at Dog with um, some really passionate footballers and coaches. And I tell you what, it was a good day. Right, mate, some of the stories, you said passion, yeah, some of the passion, you know. You listen to the uh, the Malta uh, part of that, that this episode and how he was chatting about he wears a jumper for his kids and his grandparents and everything like that and yeah absolute great day. But I tell you what, one of my favourite parts of that was mate was um was I've, I've listened back to him due to the fact that I had him that sent him to you and the uh, the background noise yeah you know, the, the background noise the fact that you listen to most episodes and this is what you hear background noise is literally. Maybe one of your kids cracking the shits or a cat and crawling. <laughs> but at the game, it was you can hear people talking in the background, whistles going off, and yeah, it, 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 music feel about playing. It. There was yeah. bloody finger bus getting danced to There's, and uh, all sorts of stuff. I don't remember who it was, but there was a part where I started asking a question and then stopped for about five seconds. And they've looked at me, and I'm like, I'm just gonna wait till that motorbike disappears because yeah. I can. I was sort of looking, and because I had the um, the headphones on, I could hear everything that was coming on, and that was coming through the headphones extremely loud. So, I as recording this, I don't know if you've got to editing that part yet, but uh, when you do, it's yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. As silly as that sounds, yeah, mate, it was it was a different experience to what we've been used to, that's for sure. But I tell you what, it was a great day, and there were some great games of footy getting played, and. Some great food on the sidelines, and it was a great atmosphere, to be honest. Mm. The whole thing was great. I um, remember 
because we got there, like we got there, there wasn't that many people there. And because we had been sort of bunked it down in our spot for a couple of hours, um, we got a coffee a couple of hours in. We're like, oh, the crowd's building up a little bit. And then uh, back, oh, maybe a couple of hours, maybe another two hours later, we went and got some lunch. And that was the first time we left the tent since then. I remember walking around, just going, this joint is absolutely like, where do all these people come from? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Uh, the crowd stuck built up very on quickly. Us, and or... I think. I think we were so occupied with our, all our interviews and, you know, majority of these interviews, we didn't have time to, uh, you know, take a breath in between. It was, okay, you go, you save that file, I'll go get the next team. Yeah, yeah. Well, we pumped them out. We did well. It was, um, it was good. And but I tell you what, getting to see the Haka up close and personal was a real highlight for me. That was uh, something special. Um, yeah, that as- was... Yeah, that was one of my highlights of my day. That's, you know, at that point in time of the day, I think we were about ready to hit the road because we'd been there for a few hours, about five, six hours. It was getting quite late in the afternoon, hour and a half drive home. I figured I'd better get home and see my kid before uh, she, she goes to bed. And they, we heard that they were doing the harker, and we're like, ah, okay, we'll stick around for this. And about, what, another hour later, we finally uh, finally hit the road. Yeah, and former uh, Parkmore, mate, uh, Parkmore, pirate player that was you know used to train with us and he's a grand finalist a premiership player for parkmore pirates in the under 17s um billy he was right there right at the front of the hacker and right well, half an hour before that he was dancing to venga bus like you would have think he was already on the cans or something he was having that much fun just dancing and carrying on and then yeah half an hour later he's out the front of the hacker and Hey, they got my blood yeah. pumping. I was ready to go. Yeah, well, not even just the harker, but I think I said to you on the way home, like that was the first uh, time since COVID's kicked in and we've been back training that I now can see us playing our footy. I've seen local footy play. I've seen crowd. I'm like, nah, we're, and I was, I, at, when we were watching the film, I'm sitting there going, geez, I can't wait till tomorrow night and get out on the training track and, you know, start training and yeah, absolutely great day, mate. Great day and uh, credit to you for technical side of stuff, getting it all edited and out video-wise and hopefully uh, the next Nation Footy Cup for Cobra Castle there again doing some more stuff. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Hopefully it just continues to grow and we've got to, you know, we can't, can't wrap up without congratulating the winners, Team Lebanon, led by uh, the captain there, Ibrahim. Um, okay. Undefeated all day, I, I think, yeah. Yep, give me two seconds, but <laughs> Let's cut that out. Um, that was the other part, though, mate. As you said, you, you couldn't... If you were sitting there watching that game, you wouldn't think this was a, this was a, a friendly competition with the crowd. No, they well, that's, that's for sure. We were sitting there during Lebanon. I think it was Lebanon, Italy. We were sitting in the grandstand for, and geez, oh boy, were they getting into it. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, like I said, a barn burner of that game, and... Um, there was some class on both sides of the the ball there for both teams, but uh, you know Lebanon just had enough class to get over everyone in the end, and um, yeah, they beat Team World, which again in our chat we find out hadn't even really trained together at all as a team. They were just pretty much thrown together and a mix of a few different nations come together, and there they there found themselves in the grand final. Yeah, I think like was it nine of their blokes were Lebanon, so it was a fairly uh, 
heavy Lebanese. Yeah, uh, I think the, in the the Lebanese boys were giving them shit that they were the Lebanese B team, but yeah, they, they were right there in the final. They did well, and in the girls' game, the showcase game, as we like to call it, um, Team Oz versus Team World, and uh, Team Oz led by Bianca there took the chocolates in that one. Yeah, mate. Um, a bit another thing, big thing that we do mention a few times was the quality work that SCD done in the uh, jumpers and the polos and the shorts. The whole playing kit and majority of the clubs off-field apparel was, was second to none. Yeah, mate, it looked, it looked fantastic. Some of those jumpers, you wouldn't mind, buddy, having them all hung up on your wall or something. They did a great job and some great designs with help of, you know, the teams involved and stuff with those designs. And, you know, the common thing that we, when we spoke with everyone is how much pride they had putting on this jumper that helped represent their culture. And, um, mate, they did a fantastic job with those. And, again, we just hope, Hope it grows into something big and better and, and there's more nations getting to join it and pull on jumpers that represent their culture. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And, and uh, well, I think this episode has probably gone for long enough, mate, so probably should wrap it up. So uh, who we got next week? Hey, we got the boys from uh, Sussex Swans. Over, yeah, we're heading back over to England. Um, yeah, it's an, another good chat. Um, so, yeah, we'll catch you next week with that one, but Hope you enjoyed this uh, bit of a different episode. And, mate, we've only got a couple left before we're heading live and playing some footy ourselves. So, mate, tell you what, I can't wait. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) It's uh, it's that time of the year. Practice matches have started and, mate, can't wait to get into it. But, yeah, hope you enjoyed this one and we'll catch you next week with Sussex Swans. And thanks for listening to the Cobra Castle, the present VP.